When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome, everybody. This is the first official show of the with the rebrand. And hold on, let me see if I can go live on Instagram as well. And then I'm going live over on TikTok. Am I doing that? Okay. All right, here we are. So no longer just speaking Bravo. She's speaking. That is the rebrand. If you haven't seen the new cover art, oh my God, go check it out. It's I've posted it everywhere. I'm obsessed with it. Um, no different content, no, no change whatsoever to the content. Content, exactly how it's been this entire time. Okay. Uh, I think we should talk. Hi, Evelyn. Uh, thank you. Love the rebrand. Thank you. Um, we're going to talk Grammys. I am going to talk about the Grammys, but I, I must preface this by, I need to like set your ex expectations properly. Oh, thank you for the headband. Anyone who's viewing this, the headband is in honor of Parvati. This is the Parvati headband. Hi over on Instagram. Hello. Uh, I can't tell if on Instagram you guys are getting even decent coverage. It looks like it's pretty choppy, but um, oh, look, I even have some people joining on TikTok. How do people do this? This is, uh, this is so many, there's so many platforms <laughs> to be paying attention to. Um, hello, everyone in the chat. Um, okay. What I was saying with the Grammys, I am, I am like that elder millennial who listens to a lot of current music and says stuff like, man, this is just isn't like it used to be. So I don't know a lot of people. I don't like fan out over a lot of people like for, oh, this is going to get me in so much trouble, but like Drake, I'm like, okay. So I know, I know, I know I can, I'm, I, I've closed the chat because I can't even look. I'm scared to see what you guys have to say to that. So when it comes to the Grammys, I spend a lot of it like, don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. This time I knew a little bit more. I did. Um, but a lot of the stuff that you guys are probably, a lot of people are stoked about. I'm just, <laughs> I'm so clueless. And like Travis Scott, for example, that to me, that's not hip hop. And I know that's blasphemous for some people. But when I, I'm that person who listens to hip hop and I'm like, this isn't hip hop. It's so, I know this about myself. But this year, the Grammys were so incredible with the, well, Maybe not so incredible. Some people, a bunch of people posted pre previous Grammy performances. And yes, there used to be some incredibly iconic things people would do for the Grammys. But I thought this one was good. I thought this one was fun. I liked how they had the stage very much a part of like the front row, essentially. So it felt really open. It kind of felt more like a concert, which is cool. I liked that. I liked using that. It felt kind of kind of gave it a golden globes energy too. You know how they sit at the tables. I, I so I, I appreciated the setup very much. A little bit of tea is killer. Mike 
got detained and arrested, I guess, for a physical assault. But it was something weird. He was walking with his crew into, you know, into the venue. And it looks like a security guard. Someone filmed it. It looks like a security guard uh, tried to stop him. And he was like, don't fucking do that. But, it, but someone was calling it, I think TMZ was calling it a citizen's arrest that like the security guard or someone else, like a citizen arrest for killer Mike. What the fuck are you guys talking about? That's crazy. Uh, but so the police handcuffed killer Mike, the police, the real police game handcuffed him and escorted him out. But when they gave any, any statement they've given, it's just been like, it, we're just trying to take statements. Like we're trying to, um, we don't even know what really happened and it doesn't, I think he was going to get released super soon. So it's just a bummer because killer Mike won three Grammys and then that happens, you know? So go fuck yourself, dude. I mean, not killer Mike, them, that security guard person. Anywho, Dua Lipa opened the show with a fun medley. She's got the new, her new single on there, which I cannot wait for training season. Oh, it looks, it's, it was fun. I was looking for it everywhere. Cause I never, I also never know about music. So someone will be singing a song that's been out for years. And I'm like, this new track is incredible. Have you heard it? People are like, oh my God, Emily, that is Rihanna four years ago. I'm like, oh, that's wonderful. Uh, but that is a new track. Dua Lipa. I looked it up because I couldn't find it and I wanted it for my workout playlist. Um, but it's dropping February 15th. I'm living for it. But so what I'm dying over, I don't know if you guys saw this. I don't know. I think I posted it on my, on my stories. Um, when, when Dua Lipa dances, she's so lanky and like all limbs, like all she's fierce. Don't get me wrong. But I always just find it a little funny when she dances. It's just, it's just how it is. And she loves to dance, but there was a shot that, I mean, we're reading into it, but it looked like blue Ivy looked over to Beyonce after Dua Lipa's little dance performance um, and was like, what was that? But is that even possible? Because didn't they come in late? Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. But I always just find it a little funny because she's so like, she just, she's just goofy. It's almost like if Taylor, when Taylor Swift dances, but Dua Lipa is much better than Taylor Swift. I don't, I don't take that away from her. So many people arrived late because of the rain. And is that not so Los Angeles? That is Los Angeles in a nutshell. Okay. Uh, uh, Trevor's doing his monologue. Meryl walks in while he's doing his monologue. I loved Meryl's white. It was just perfect for her. It's like this. It was so effortless. Her white suit with the, with the feathery things, glitter. Perfect. Perfect. Love it. Makes it look easy. Um, Taylor walks in late. Just, it's so funny when that happened. We do not, and the president was in town. We have President Biden and, and a rainstorm and the Grammys. So driving anywhere in Los Angeles must have been an absolute nightmare. Okay. Uh, how much did you guys cry uh, when Tracy Chapman performed Fast Car with Luke Combs? Because I cried. I felt the whole time I was like, I was so overwhelmed with joy I love Tracy Chapman so much. When I was in my choreographing phase many, many, many years ago, I choreographed like every number to every song of Tracy Chapman. I love her. Um, it was such a beautiful moment. The fact that Luke Combs got the song popular again, but then wants to like the fact that we got to have Tracy Chapman there to sing with him. And he was so grateful. He was just so in awe of her. He was like looking at her singing. He was just like, look at that queen over there. <laughs> 
Oh, it was so good. So, so good. Um, okay. A couple things kind of like go over my head so that I'm, I'm not, I'm not super pumped about it. So if, like, like SZA performed and I think she's great, but I also like, I felt like I didn't connect with it the way I wanted to. And I'm sure the way a lot of people did visually, it was incredible. Um, but again, this makes me an old person sometimes when I'm just like, I don't understand why this is such an amazing track. I know, I know I'm going to get in so much trouble. No one agrees with me when it comes to that. I get it. She is great. She is wonderful. She is absolutely fantastic. The memorial tribute thing where you had, uh, it starts off with Stevie Wonder, then it goes to Annie Lennox and it goes to John Baptiste. And it was like, usually those are the most boring parts. Usually those are just the parts that are sort of like super basic, but that was gorge. Amazing. Then Fantasia with proud Mary could not even handle that. Could not even handle it. Did you guys catch Beyonce's face after like when everyone was clapping, you know, at the end of the performance, could you guys catch Beyonce's face? I couldn't tell if it was like, I would have done better. I don't know. Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell either way. I think Beyonce, I loved Beyonce's vibe. She's like, I'm here for my man. Okay. I'm not here to collect my Grammys per use. Jay-Z, while we're talking about that, when he accepted his award for the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award, um, he brings up Blue. Blue is right by his side the whole time, just staring at him. It was the cutest thing in the fucking world. It was so cute. And then Jay-Z says, I don't want to embarrass this young lady talking about Beyonce, in case you haven't heard of her, Beyonce. Um, I don't want to embarrass her, but she uh, has apparently won the most Grammys, but she's never won album of the year. And then Taylor goes on. Isn't this Taylor's fourth time winning album of the year? Right? Isn't that the, isn't that the, the, the thing, the thing that she did? The Joni Mitchell moment was beautiful. Um, not Brandy though, coming out with Burna Boy. Didn't see that coming. It took me a second. Like that is Brandy, right? Like I could have, like I wanted to be sure. Um, Miley, Miley's performance was so fun. She's, I just, her, her, her energy is so funny to me. She's that person who's been coming to the party since before she could freaking walk. She's been around for so long. So she's so comfortable on the fucking Grammys stage in front of all of the huge music people. No nerves whatsoever. In fact, she even scolds them like, bitch, don't act like you don't know this song. Uh, and she just keeps us singing. She put, throws in a lyric, I just want a Grammy. That was a cool, I was a fun performance for sure. That was, that was, that was fun. Loved it. Uh, when she, accept, okay, what was up with her speech though? When she accept, I don't, I kind of get it. She gets the record of the year and she goes, guys, I just don't want anything to change. My life was great yesterday. I don't want this change. This really isn't important. And I don't know exactly what that was. I don't know what she was anticipating. I may, maybe some feedback from, from, from the people or something. I don't know. Uh, but she's like, this doesn't really matter. But then she's like, but I mean, it does right guys. <laughs> They're like, yes. Can you thank my wife? Appreciate that. <laughs> then she thanks some people and she goes, God, I hope I haven't forgotten anyone, but I have forgotten underwear. Bye. Sorry. See what I'm saying? Like she just, 
you know, she knows all the secrets too. She's been around since she was a kid. So like everyone knows Miley has seen everything. So she's like, she's cool. She's a part of the party. She's like, and she's just there to have a good fucking time. She's like rock star. Like <laughs> she just wants to party. <laughs> um, okay. Billy Joel fans. I'm sorry, but he's just such an asshole. Every interview I've ever seen with him in the last like decade, he's just like, like rude to the, he's just rude to whoever's interviewing him. So just like, okay, like I get it. He's saying a song, but I felt, I almost felt bad for the, the guy who was like, yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to have Billy Joel perform again. And then he hated me and it was super difficult. <laughs> like you kind of, did you kind of regret it? Did you kind did you kind of wish you hadn't started this project with Billy Joel? Don't, you can admit it. No one's around. Okay, yeah, Taylor won Album of the Year for the fourth time. Um, let's go through some of the winners. Let's see. We had uh, Miley Cyrus won for Best. I also find the categories for the Grammys very funny. Best Pop Solo Performance, Best R&B Song, Bop, Pop Vocal Album, Song of the Year, New Artist. New Artist, and a lot of the time they're not new people on there. Um, Victoria Monet winning was fun. They played that damn music out on her. They were like, lady. Okay. It was cute. And now we're really pissed. I think they almost, I think they turned her mic off. <laughs> I think they were the only one. They're like, just cut her mic. She's going on and on and on and on. Okay. I'm going to get off Grammys because it's really not my wheelhouse. Um, let me go to the chat though. I want to see what you guys are chatting about. Whoa. Over here on, excuse me, on the IG. Hi everyone here on Instagram. Where do I see just your comments? That's weird. I can't. Uh, okay, here we go. Not the, not the not the poverty headband. <laughs> I don't know, Susan. I don't know if you meant to spell it like poverty, as in poor, <laughs> but leave it. Okay, let's go to Drag Race. Let's get into that because I've got so much to say about traitors that I need to make sure I get to everything. The girls are very sad after Mirage's elimination, for sure. Um, but Plasma won. So she tries to have a little bit of a moment to be happy about winning. And Q is about to cry. Q is about to cry just thinking about it. And then as soon as Plasma's like, yeah, it feels great. Q's like, it's just that. I'm always, I'm not complaining about being in the top. And I love when queens do this. They're they're commiserating to the wrong audience. Like you are not going to get sympathy from the other queens that are competing with you right now because most of them got terrible critiques. One of them probably had to lip sync for their life. And now you're like, I just hate it. Like you guys don't understand. You guys don't get it. So as much as plain might be a little too savage, <laughs> Plane was kind of spot on when Plane was like, well, I'm not going to complain about being in the top. I'm not going to sit here and cry and sulk all day. I feel great. That being said, onwards and upwards, sisters. And Q, you could just, Q was like, that's the thing with Q. Q has no rhythm, no ability to physically move their her body. It's very strange. But also no sense of humor, really. Like, even though that they claim that, they, that she was funny as the brick and whatever. But I'm like, I don't really find. I, th I think that's my problem with Q. Excuse me. Like Trinity, for example. Trinity's an example of someone who knows how to be funny as well as like body and face and like all that stuff. You know? Okay, it's it's a new day in the workroom. And the mini challenge is the book cover shoot, which Safira wins. And then they... 
now that they know Q was panicking about losing everything, they cut immediately over to Q's face. <laughs> so Vera wins and they're just like, and Q, is, I don't know if Q really did that, but Q's like, uh -huh. of course, of course I didn't win. Maxi challenges girl groups and God, does anyone else just get horrible flashbacks of being in school when they have to start picking teams and just knowing you may get picked last and Megami is very upset she's picked last, um, but Plasma ends up picking out of, I think, not doing the math or figuring it out. Plasma picks both a mandatory meeting and plain Jane. Um, the consensus is that Geneva's group and that whole thing is they're going to be the worst, but we sure see about that, don't we? We sure do. Dance rehearsals. It's clear Nymphia is, I'm sorry, this actually is a dance rehearsal. This is when they're in the workroom working on their lyrics. That's right. Nymphia Wind is an unmedicated ADHD child because the way she's making all those silly noises and stuff, it just, it doesn't look like someone who's being, who's doing it intentionally to fuck with anyone. It just looks like that is how Nymphia processes life. And that's what it's going to be. Like it's, I'm sure, I'm sure it seems like it's intentional, but I was like, oh, okay. She just needs Ritalin or something. Or is that what they give? Adderall. Yeah. Or Vyvanse. Um, now it's at dance rehearsals. Plasma takes over. I've never seen some, I've never heard someone talk so fast in my entire life. Um, but we find out that Amanda can actually dance and that Amanda's background is theater. And that makes sense. The theater of it all makes sense. Then someone else can put you in a costume. I think it's the actual creating of Amanda's drag that's the issue, which we see later. But while they're watching the dance rehearsal, Q's like, uh-oh, like you better be careful. She might steal the whole, whole show. And then it seems like she's being shady, but she really just like isn't kidding when she goes, well, that depends on her runway. Because the runway was so crazy. We'll get to the runway. We'll get to the runway, okay? Excuse me. Um, Nymphia also, she tries to hide it. Nymphia tries to see if she can get away with... Um, no one knowing really that she's actually a, quite a dancer. Uh, and they figure it out like, bitch, we see you. But here's the issue. Q. Q, like it, Q can't dance to a point where it's confusing. I've, as someone who has tried to teach many a people here and there who like can't dance and teach them something super simple, like, okay, just walk, walk, step. Q can't even walk. Q, it's confusing how you want to, like, how, how does one do that? It's the type of person where I would have to stop and be like, now what is wrong with you? Exactly. Like what, what is it? What's, why are you like this? Cause it's something, something's broken. Okay. While they're getting ready, Q confronts a uh, plane and Plain goes, I didn't mean to invalidate your feelings. Q goes, but that's exactly what you did, though. And I thought we had respect for each other. And it felt like a repeat of what you did with Amanda. And then Plain says, well, I assure you, I have more respect for you than I do Amanda. <laughs> Amanda, thank you, Amanda. Just like, why are you such a cunt? I don't know you. What's the tea, girl? Plain's like, okay, am I resolving things with you or with Q? Oh, <laughs> Safira comes in trying her, try, Safira is mother and I do appreciate a mother. I think that's why I love Safira a lot. And she goes, this is, <laughs> Safira goes, does this happen with a lot with you? And Plain's like, what? Oh, you like drama with other queens? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, it 
does. It does happen a lot. So Safira is like, well, maybe there's a way to stop that from happening for you. And Plane, first Plane's like, I'm going to be all fierce. She's like, you know what? This is me. Take it or leave it. And Safira comes back with, you can do whatever you want, but just know people might get sick of it. And that's when Plane kind of gets it kind of and is like, okay, fine. Like, fine. I do want to play smart. And Plane even says in, in her interview, she's like, I should probably be more concerned about all the feedback I'm going to get once this airs, but I don't care. And I know plane is a very controversial topic and I don't, I also like, I hate it. I hate giving plane the flowers. I'm going to give plane once we get to the girl groups, but it is part of the show. It is giving the drama. It truly feels like she is doing Raven from season one because Raven was savage, savage, but like that old school, hardcore, you are a drag queen and you're going to get red and blah, 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 that kind of shit. Plain, at least, okay, so I was going to say plain isn't worth all the hype, but like plain really kind of crushed it. I hate saying that. Like, I really hate saying that. In the girl groups, I couldn't really say much. Like, plain was good. I hate admitting it, but I was like, okay, fine. And Amanda in the girl group, like, you can tell Amanda can dance, but like, the like Michelle says, like the wig is all in the way, and you just can't figure out what's happening. And it's like, what is it about this that I don't like? Q looks like a whole thumb out there, she's looking at them the entire time. Every move there, she's like five, six, seven. Nope, don't like I, this woman. <laughs> what are you doing? Get out of here. Um, Dawn surprises. Dawn was fun. I got I understood Dawn a little bit more. Which I think is that's kind of what's fun about um, Drag Race is, and with it, the difference is like with Amanda, I don't know, like she's very far off from being ready for this show in terms of drag. Because the like for fuck's sake, you have to basically like sew a costume together and do like make like you're you have to. It's not just the actual performing of it. There's so much more to it, which is why it's so amazing that anyone can do drag it's incredible but she's she's a different type of like evolving and growing it's something like it's it's more like morphine like when you see morphine have a little bit more depth and stuff you're like ooh okay yes like i'm into that totally into that hold on people i want to go live um i don't know what we're going to do together guys on tiktok um Okay, wait, let me go. Let me go through these notes. Make sure I get everybody. Um, Geneva's group. Okay, look, Geneva's group. Geneva's group did good. She does good. I I don't know if it was like the most amazing, but I guess maybe. I guess maybe, maybe. Um, who else would I have given it to? They they were they, they were the best. And you got to see Maya come to life and have some fun. Um I don't know. I just, I, I still kind of felt like they were a little lackluster, but who other, who else would I have given it to? Not, and Safira was actually a little stiff. I agreed with T.S. Madison's critique, which was that, unfortunately, Safira, you, you, you could see her like working through the choreography in her head or like one, two, step here, go here. And like that type of thing, you could see that. With the runway, I don't, I, last time I put, um, I put the whole drag race runway, like I had screen recorded it and put it up here on the video, but then it got 
dinged for copyright and almost got blocked in like every country. So I don't want to even risk it this time. I think it's something to do with the the amount of time that the content is up. I don't know. Um, but I took pictures of everything. Q's runway was fucking great. F spectacular with the blood and the night and the, and the, the, the category was like something kitten, kitten wig, kitten wig. The makeup was incredible on Q's like, but with morphine, I thought this cat suit was great. It was perfect for morphine with the, with the kitty cat wig, the red and the claws and the, mm, loved it, loved it. Um, also I was, I liked seeing on Q, Q had like a little peekaboo in the back. So we got to see a little body as well. Safira, I thought did great with the, with the wig that turns into the cat and then Dr. Evil. They love silly. They love camp like that. That's so perfect. Dawn's fab. Love the like angsty teen, super flare jeans, little elf sitch. Loved it. Looks great together. Super fun. Plasma with the what do you call this? Fallen angel type of deal. Okay, cool. There was nothing technically wrong with it. But now let's get to Amanda, the, the one we really need to talk about. What the actual fuck? What happened? You know, for a second, I was like, oh, are we about to get this huge arc with Amanda? Like, are we about to get this whole... Wow, we, like underdog to winner situation. Nope. Mm -mm. I is it the maybe the worst we've seen because the concept is so ab abstract and the execution is bad. So I will I'm haunted by this. This image of her of Amanda with the blue wig that and then the 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 zigzag like egg cracked around the mouth. Oh God. But then they have, that's the, also the worst part. <laughs> One of the worst parts about the lip syncs, the lip sync for your lives is that they're usually in a ridiculous, maybe their worst up to that point outfit, makeup, hair, like everything because it's, they're in the bottom. And so watching them perform, it's so hard to look past it. So it was really hard to look past anything with Amanda. Cause that damn blue was on the face. And it was just like, Ooh, this is, this is a lot. So Geneva's group wins. Morphine is a little gagged, a little shocked by that. Everyone left besides them is up for elimination. Safira gets good reviews, but I agree. You could see, you could see her thinking. Michelle tells Morphine that I want you to know you're more than a BBL. Value yourself as a queen. Okay. I, I shamelessly love Michelle Visage. I know she's People have issues with her, but I just, I fucking love her. I do. Um, Rue had to take the joke. It's a, it, she set up the joke for someone because then Rue goes, yeah, you're more than just a great ass. You're a great set of tits too. It's a classic old joke. The old, it's a classic, you know, got to take it. They live for Q's runway, but the performance. Michelle says the girl group looked look was like a very basic bitch vibe, which Q admits to later. But then T.S. Madison goes, out of all the girls in your group, you did not shine or sparkle at all. Like, you didn't need to say that. <laughs> like, you did not need to say that at all. <laughs> 
Plasma gets a, a note from Rue about her makeup. Like, oh my God, your makeup is gorgeous. And Plasma does this whole like barber voice. Oh, it's a far cry from a Rita Hayworth that I'm used to, Rue, or whatever the thing is. And Rue just goes, no, it's great. <laughs> the Plasma is probably that exhausting friend that's always doing a bit. And you're like, okay. Rue's like, take the compliment. Don't do a thing, okay? Amanda, I didn't even realize this during the performance, but when they get to Amanda, they're like, you had a lumpy butt. You had a whole <laughs> lumpy padded butt in that, in the challenge, in the dance. And what is this fucking runway? What is it? it we got nothing. We No one can come up with really, oh no, Michelle does. She goes, you're an amazing dancer. I had to give her something good. <laughs> Tsunami gets good marks across the board. Um, I just love here. I'm, I'm going to play this. I'm going to try. Hopefully, I hope I get away with this. I just love what Michelle said um, about it. Hold on. How do I do this? Is it like this? Oh, I did it. Really enjoyed this look. I'm blushing. <laughs> we, we were all like, ooh, ooh, ooh. I'm a lesbian. Yeah. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed this look. I'm blushing. <laughs> I, I love her. I don't even care. <sighs> okay. Uh, I do. I did forget. Michelle gave the note to Dawn. The elf ears. The elf ears. We need to see a little versatility, which is good. I'm excited to see what else. What else Dawn can do. Plain they live for, and honestly, I can't say shit about plain. Plain with the with the. Um, uh, I always just stopped talking about the runway. <laughs> I got distracted. Uh, the the mask, the dominatrixy, it was it was cool. Okay, it looked great. It was kind of flawlessly executed as well. All right, plain. Okay, fine. But then Rue has to ask the dreaded, who do you think should go home tonight and why? I was surprised by this. I thought they were all going to say Amanda. Safira says Amanda. Morphine says Amanda. Q says Amanda and Tsunami. And I think that was the downfall. I think then Dawn's like, fuck you. But Dawn goes, Q, because she's my biggest competition. But then it, it goes on. Plasma says Q. Amanda says Q. Tsunami says Q. Plain, as Tsunami should have, though. In 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 uh, Untucked, I was with Tsunami. Like, you only had to say one name. And you said two. And you added me in there. Okay? I have a right to be pissed. Like, please. But then Plain says Amanda, which is honestly fair. Q and Amanda are up. I was really shocked Q was up for elimination, but I guess like who else was it going to go to? Also, they talk, the producers, they talk and like they have to let the, they have to let Rue know, okay, this is what's been going on in the workroom. Like this is the drama that's been playing out. Um, Q is really upset that she's not been a winner. She's only been runner up. So it's like, oh, okay, let's really fuck with her. Honestly. Because she wasn't, she was bad, of course. Like she could not dance. She could not even walk. It was crazy. Um, but like, really? Bottom? I don't know. But uh, it was Emergency by Oconopop, which is a fucking great song. I, um, it was, it was wild. You kind of assumed Amanda was going to do amazing and do splits and shit like that. But it was like, I don't know why it doesn't work. What is it? It's just like, she does like the wrong head pop or something. Something is not quite right. And but Q went down on all fours and did that like booty popping thing. And I was like, is that what's happening? I can't quite tell what we're doing. What are we? What is happening? So 
but yeah, they weren't gonna. What are they going to send? They're gonna send Amanda. I mean, Q home for one thing. No, not not happening. So Amanda had to have known going in because there is still a producing element to it. This whole show, you see. So, Addy. ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustratingly low libido? Our sex drives can decline, but it's also treatable. Addy, or flabenserin, is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and you want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addy today or go to Addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Addy is for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep, and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Ask your doctor about Addy today or go to addy.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. All right. Now, traitors, you guys, how many times have you watched it? I, I'm okay. Don't, I'm, I'm not bragging because some of, some of it is for notes, but I, I ended up watching it four times. Okay. Let me explain why. The first time I watch it kind of like in the background while I'm doing other things. And I'm like, oh my God, it's hilarious. Uh, the second time I want, I went to watch, take notes, but I, I could not take notes. I was doing too many other things. So then I just had it playing and I was like, God, that's such a good episode. And then the third time I watched it for notes and for some reason, Peacock played it like as a, like in a, in a loop, I hit, must've hit a button or something. And, uh, I watched it again because it's so good. It's so good. It is truly like award-winning television, award-winning television. So Bergie wasn't murdered, murdered, as Alan Cumming would say. So he will be arriving at breakfast. But of course, you got to go, you got to do it last. And you have to do after everyone assumes he's really dead, right? So at breakfast, Peter says, excuse me, they're all kind of like sitting around looking at the board. And Peter goes, I think it's John that got murdered. And Dan goes, I think it's someone who maybe voted for, like for me because then they could put it on me like I'm the traitor. You know what I mean? Like, so they could be like, oh, look, uh, let's murder someone who voted for Dan so that they can all keep thinking it's Dan. Do you know what I mean? No. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Dan is doing horribly. He's he's like, Peter's on to me. So let me say, wouldn't it be so he's like, because what idiot he even says it at the round table later. He's like, what idiot? would 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 murder why would i murder murder bergy when it's just so obvious you know like why would i well yeah that's what we were all wondering you can't murder bergy you moron <laughs> stupid so peter is so pumped when john walks in he's like yeah we got him we got him we got him 
Bergie, when he walks in, let knock this, he opens that door and he goes, I have the shield. <laughs> I watched that. Like every well, I have the shield. <laughs> Why is Bert? Okay. Wasn't super pumped to see Bergie or Peter love both of them. Love both of them on this show. I have the shield. He's so happy. They cut to the dumbest, most unnecessary soundbite from Sheree. It's just her interview going, Bergie is waving the shield. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Thanks, guys. You could have left that out. But also very indicative of how Sheree is probably truly feeling at all times. Like, what is happening? <laughs> you know, she's barely figured out the rules. She's still she's still not 100% sure what a shield even is. <laughs> she knows she got one. She's like, yay, right? I don't know. Peter exposes the people that he leaked the shield, the shield lie to, and Parvati knows she's exposed. But the way she's so confident, she's like, I will take back my power. Mark my words. Yet she's so terrible at it. Parvati and Peter have a one-on-one -on -one in the kitchen. Parvati's like, you're telling me that you've been planting seeds this whole time? So how are you not a traitor? And Peter is so calm. He's like, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. I really don't think anyone has any suspicion of me. But then he so genuinely asks, are you suspicious of me? And Parvati is desperate. She's like, yeah, Peter. I mean, you're gaming really hard. <laughs> what? Parvati goes, okay, why aren't you a traitor? Why aren't I a traitor? Oh, Parvati, don't do that. Don't do the repeat back to the repeat the question back to stall tactic. We all know why why am I a traitor? Yes, the same question you just asked him. So, you know, why? Mm -hmm. Peter goes, Are there any seeds you've planted? Any information that no one else knows? Like, could you have something to give give to me to get me off of you? Or no? And Parvati goes, no, but I'm doing my best, my, the best that I possibly can to figure this out. You think it's 100% you're not? I think it's 100% that I'm not. Everybody is going to say that about themselves. He just pauses and he goes, I I'm trying to work with you, but you're not giving me anything. <laughs> She's like, what? Oh, God. Then Dan, pu Dan pulls Peter for a talk too. And he's like, I'm trying to think with us, what went wrong? <laughs> he goes, I just want you to know that when I say I'm a faithful, don't take it to heart. Like, I get it. I'm not mad. And Peter goes, Peter goes, I'm just going to be honest. I'm pretty convinced. And if I'm wrong, that's going to suck. So Dan's like, God damn it. None of this is working. None of my tricks are working. The challenge they have, though, is like the challenge level. They have to gather huge pieces of a catapult and carry them up a hill. And then they got to build the catapult at the top of the hill. That is what they do on the challenge. Legitimately, this is like a challenge situation. And you've got Kate, Sheree, Phaedra, Sandra, who are like, what? So... But they do it. There is a there's a shield up for grabs, and they at one point have to cross a river. Now that also is very, very, very challenge like. This is a 
like the 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 current on this river is that what you call it on the river is so fast they're all holding on to each other <laughs> phaedra's got phaedra's with ct and phaedra just keeps going i'm scared i'm scared and trishelle goes for a shield and just like pulls kevin in with her <laughs> This isn't like an easy task to go to get across the fucking river to get a shield. Kevin is like drowning in the water. Then Phaedra at one point looks over. She goes, oh, she's on the ground. And you hear CT going, bend your knees. Bend your knees. He's like, you're killing me. Trishel goes to, to Kevin, I need this more than you. And Kevin's like, that's not true. It kind of is, though, Kevin. People might say they're wondering about you, but no one's really threatened by you. But Trishel, they might be. Yeah. Peter Peter runs for a shield, too, and he needs it. Peter's like, I fucking need it. And, sir, you do. You absolutely need it. Sheree shows us how strong her ass is. She grabs a shield, and she carries it with a – she already has the bag with, like, the parts in it or whatever. And then she has the shield, and she's like, I got it. You know? Like, she can fucking do this, bitches. Sandra, the way Sandra finds a shield, she's so excited. She's like, oh, my God, look, I found one. Look how cute. I got a little shield. <laughs> she, she just, like, stumbled upon it. These dudes having to pull the cattle pole is literally the challenge. So the, CT is thriving. I feel very comfortable seeing CT in this role. But Peter, like, I'm telling you guys, I could not have been less excited to see Peter. But I'm, like, even in his vest, even in that stupid vest, I'm like, okay. The way he's, he takes charge when they get to the top of that hill. He takes so much charge telling them where to put the things and how to build the catapult. I'm like, okay. And they all, they all have to, they all pick someone and they pick John to launch the cannonball. He looks like a little kid with his little zip up hoodie, which I have on. He's like the way he runs like his little tiny self over to, and he's so excited when he gets it. But then, okay, the, the catch with the shields is, Anyone who got shield boxes, they have to do the catapult and see who gets the closest to the target. Sheree hits it, honey. Hits it. Hits it. Hits it. Um, but Peter, on the other hand, after I just got a little turned on by him, I got a little bit not turned on because he got I he get the furthest away. I, I couldn't, I feel like he was trying to do something. I feel like he thought, oh, I'll go, I won't go as hard because I'm last to, I don't know, because it was, it came up very short. It came up very, very short. Um, Charade winning the shield is so unnecessary and hilarious. It's like, no one was going to, no one was going to murder you. <laughs> no one's threatened by Charade. Charade's like, oh, yay. Charade, honestly, you're going to get to the end as a layup. Okay. Trust, trust. Back at the castle. Peter gathers like with the faithfuls, but they're starting to talk strategy. And he's like, hold on. So he goes and he closes the door. And this is what Parvati is about to walk in. He's like, sorry. And just closes the door on her. Parvati's interview is hysterical. Peter is, Peter's on this moral crusade. He's playing this holier than thou act where he's the leader of the faithfuls and he's the most faithful of the faithfuls like oh he's gonna single-handedly get us all the traitors and you know what i don't like the game peter's playing <laughs> parvati it's the, literally the game if you're a faithful your only task is to figure out who the traitors are 
and you're supposed to be a faithful. Remember, I think you keep forgetting Parvati that you're supposed to be a faithful. <laughs> so she keeps being like, oh, God, Peter, oh, you're just going to come for all the traitors. Yes. I mean, that's what I want too. Mm -hmm. I want all the, mm -hmm, yep. All the traitors. That's who I want out. Parvati, you are giving yourself away in every way, shape, or form. When Parvati actually joins the group to chat, it's hilarious because she goes, <laughs> so it's her and then Bergy right here and then Peter right here. Okay. So <laughs> she goes, well, where's everyone's heads at? Fill me in. No one says anything. Bergy is looking straight ahead, trying so hard not to make any eye contact or sudden moves. <laughs> but eventually Parvati goes, Bergy, and he just goes, buzz, buzz. That's it. He just makes a noise. <laughs> I've watched it over and over again. I would play it, but it's not working on my on StreamYard for some reason. <laughs> Parvati's tactic is so weak. She's like, it's very suspicious of you. You, you, Kevin and Trishel are all locked in together. It's possible that one of you could be a traitor. And Peter's like, yeah, yeah, I could definitely be a traitor. And then John asks Parvati, well, what are you thinking? And she's like, I've been trusting Dan, but I don't really trust anyone 100%. I don't think any of us can. And then she stares at John for a second and he's like, okay, what the fuck are you talking about? Dan pulls Peter again and he, it's so embarrassing. He's like, I just ask. And he's, he's talking in the most like serious way. That's the thing. Dan overestimated how much respect these people would have for him. They thought he was coming in and everyone's going to be like, oh my God, whatever Dan says is probably right because he's one big brother, but that's not the case. Okay. And so he pulls, he's like, whatever I say, like have an open ear, I've been working on this one person who I'm like 100% and I have to take this shot. And Peter goes, you're, you're going to wait. You're going to wait till the round table to tell us, which is so stupid. Like the, the dramatics of that, you're going to wait for the fucking round table to tell us, aren't you? Like, are you kidding? Dude, just tell me right now. That's what we've all been doing. We're all going into this with plans with each other. Cause we're trying to get out of trader, but you being like, I'm saving it till we're all together in the round table. Why? Because you're a traitor. But Dan's like, yeah, can you at least consider what I'm saying? Like you're begging him, begging Peter, please believe me. Then Dan pulls Trishel and CT aside to do the same thing. Please make sure that you're open-minded. Just talk to them. Just talk to them right now. That's the way every other every other faithful is doing it. But instead you need to wait for this. You get to the round table and he's like, Okay, first he goes, raise your hand if your name has been written down at least once. So he knows who's going to be. And then he goes through the list of the people and then he go and then he finishes the list. He goes, that leaves Parvati and Phaedra. And I was like, no, he isn't. Why? And then he says, but Parvati, you explained your vote. So that just leaves Phaedra. Oh, you're going to die. As soon as he said that, I was like, okay, well, I'm not even scared for Phaedra. I'm scared for Dan. This is going to be fun. He says, the, he says the Ekansu thing. This is the reasons. He fucking says the Ekansu thing. Now, I would, I don't respect him bringing this up. Okay. It's kind of cheap of him to bring this up. Let me explain why. Okay. Because 
that wasn't like a plan Dan put in place where he was like, oh, Phaedra voted for Ekansu. Let's murder Ekansu so that it, we can put the, the pressure on her. That was just, it was an accident. Like Parvati needed someone who would take a sip out of the cup and that's who it was. So for him to be like, the Ekansu thing, that was weird. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, fuck you, all right? And he keeps stopping after every point to remind everyone like of the things leading up to, uh, that he's already done. He's like, so we have no one's written her name down, a weird vote. That's still not enough. <laughs> and he has to keep going. The next thing, breakfast reactions. These examples are so bad. Marcus gets murdered and she hugs Larsa. Tamara gets voted out. She said, he goes, anyone else remember what she said? They're coming after the housewives. Okay. Bergie, today we thought you got murdered. Phaedra said, oh no, not my Burgalicious. See what I mean? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? These are not, this, these are not things. <laughs> Sir, these are not examples. Phaedra finally says something. She's, are you freaking kidding me? And Dan goes, my point is your name will never not, will never be brought up because everyone likes you. And to me, that is the most suspect thing. <laughs> then his final line, those are my reasons. And that's who I've been watching since day one. He says it like mic drop. Boop. That's right. I said it. Boop. You heard me. That's what I, that's what I fucking said. That's what I said. Okay. <laughs> Horrible. Her favorite just owns his ass. She gets out of the Ekansu accusation and Dan goes, what about the breakfast murder reactions? <laughs> Kate goes, yeah, Kate's like, and this is when Dan, when Kate joins in, Dan's like, oh, I'm fucked. Cause Kate's like, yeah, not my burgalicious was real problematic for you. And Dan's like, fuck. And he goes, and then Marcus hugging Larsa. A this is so weak. Phaedra's like a fellow housewife. What was I supposed to do? Like, and Kate's like, Kate's like, I don't understand this logic either. And Dan is in panic mode, but he's because he, he does not anticipate anybody questioning him. He went into this fucking round table. Like when I say I've been watching from the beginning, they'll be like, oh, wow, Dan is really good at this shit. So he probably knows. <laughs> okay. Dan has the nerve to say, She's always like a little bit extra. Honey, you just set Phaedra up so well. She says, I am very extra, baby. I do too much because you do too little. But tonight you're doing way too much because you know you're getting ready to get banished. He's like, Peter is laughing. Peter is living for this. Phaedra, that's when Phaedra says, you're a big brother winner, not once, but twice. And he's like, once, but close the second time. Well, you know the game. So if there was really a mastermind, it sure wouldn't be a dolled up housewife, baby. That would not be it. Ooh, I love what she said, a dolled up housewife. Let's not forget, Burgalicious voted for you last night. Then he was murdered. Is that not correct? Exactly, Dan. Like you had you, <laughs> you, you are not in a position to do this right now. It is actually not even hard for Faith. She's not even breaking a sweat. She's completely okay with everything that's happening right now. She's like, you, you, you're on your deathbed. You're like on life support, and I'm just pulling the plug. Okay, but she's gonna have a little flair and a little pizzazz to it because it's Phaedra for crying out loud. So when she goes, wasn't wasn't Bergie murdered last night? Dan goes, don't you think that's a little obvious though? 
He's trying again to do that thing like he did earlier. He's like, I feel like it's definitely going to be someone that I <laughs> voted for me that would make it seem like I murdered them. Nope. Nope. She goes, well, why would I want him out? And then he goes, I didn't say you wanted him out. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> you actually did. Because Fader then has to remind him. Well, you said I'm the killer. Bergie, Bergie, I mean, this is really bad, Dan. This is so bad. Bergie steps in and says, well, if she was playing a long game, I think she'd keep me, actually, because she knows I trust her. And he's Dan's like, okay, I'm done. Like, we're do I'm done. I'm fired. Like, it's never happening. And then Phaedra goes, yeah, but no one trusts you, darling. Ooh. Then Peter goes into his reasons for why it's Dan and Parvati. And Dan's plan has backfired so hard because – he took, he realizes I took a fucking shot at <laughs> Pedra and I missed. So even if I do survive this, I'm fucked because I have to keep being a traitor with her and she will definitely take me down. So this was just his, his downfall, my friend. Parvati chimes in. Parvati's trying so hard. She chimes in and says that if you're not, you know what, if you're not in Peter's group, guess what? You're going to get murdered or banished. And Bergy comes to the rescue and goes, guys, this is what the traitors do. They divide us. <laughs> Peter goes, stay strong, guys. These two, these two. <laughs> Parvati's like, I'll say something else. The reason I was trusting Dan, and Peter's like, she's just trying to distance herself. Do not buy this. She's like, can I finish, Peter? It doesn't feel good to be falsely accused. It's very off-putting. Oh, is it? Is it off-putting? <laughs> what are you talking about? This is very off-putting. Oh, that's what we're worried about. We're worried about being off-putting. Thank you. Parvati does such a bad job saying that she, I trusted Dan, but maybe I trusted the wrong person. And Peter just goes, please don't buy that. So they vote. Phaedra votes for Dan, obviously. And she goes, well, baby, you deflected on the wrong one because you're going to learn tonight. <sighs> Peter votes Parvati because he knows, he's like, I'm sure there's going to be enough votes for Dan, but I'm sure this is going to be my last night, but I don't want anyone forgetting about you, Parvati. John has a great monologue, a great monologue. That case was comprehensively rebutted. Treachery deserves to be punished by banishment. He really like hits his P's and B's. When Dan votes Phaedra, he thought he could be cute. He goes, maybe I shouldn't should have known better than to go up against such an elegant lawyer. And she just, mm, mm. they're all so happy when Dan reveals he's a traitor. I feel so happy for them. Dan actually, because I don't know if you guys have, if you watched the traitors post-mortem where they talk to the people after they've been murdered, murdered. And he's like, I, I felt happy for them. Like they were so excited. They finally got a traitor. I, I even though I was leaving, I was like, oh, good for them. <laughs> good for them. Dan also, he did an interview, I think with Variety. I'm not 100% sure that what, what it was. But he said that the reason he went for Phaedra, he's like, she should be honored or viewed as a compliment because it, it meant that I knew I couldn't beat her. Now, you see, that doesn't track to me because if you knew you couldn't beat her, why would you go up against her? Like, why would you put yourself up against her in a roundtable? 
I think he just realizes like the optics on it. You thought you could just toss Phaedra in because she's not experienced and she'll flounder and people will be like, Dan from Big Brother. Oh my God. He says it, guys. Scratch all the suspicions. He's not a traitor. In fact, he's the best faithful ever because he knows it's Phaedra. Mm -hmm. Speaking of Phaedra, Trishelle, she's on to what happened there. Now, I'm, I am so excited to see how this plays out. Because Trishel is like everyone, I'm pretty sure he knew we Dan knew we needed traitor blood, so he sacrificed. He tried to throw her in there, but now no one's paying any attention to that. No one's paying any attention. John, John is like mesmerized by Phaedra. He, he asks her, "Did you have much advance notice that that was going to be said?" Meaning, like, did you prepare that? He's like, "Cause I prepare all of mine." Phaedra, heck no. He's like, "You just reacted and thought of that." His, his mind is blown. His mind is blown. Peter pulls his alliance into the library or whatever, wherever it is. And when the rest of the group goes to join, poverty tries again. She goes, are you going to control this game till the end of time? You're a real bloodhound, Peter. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to win. I'm just saying it's a little weird that you come in here and shut the door. It's like you're putting off a lot of people by doing that. <laughs> he's like okay <laughs> oh is it off-putting again <laughs> all right the traders meeting uh alan gives them the news that they can recruit a new trader or murder someone phaedra lets parvati make the final choice because as phaedra says you're on your deathbed I'm just walking into the hospital. You're in the ICU, baby. You're about to flatline. So do what you want to do. <laughs> oh my God. Parvati leans in so dramatic. She goes, let's light this game on fire. They just like light it on fire. Pavate. <laughs> Peter gets the note about being a traitor. He, his, his smart ass, he figures everything out. He's like, they don't really have a choice. You know, if they murder me, then it's obvious it's Parvati. Duh. And then she's going to be found out. Uh, but if they, no one will suspect I will be a traitor because, duh, I'm like the most faithful of the faithfuls. They've titled him that. And I can't say no to this because then they'll just murder me. So he's in a little pickle, isn't he? He's in a little pickle. But, oh, my God, it was such a good episode. So much fun. Okay, let me actually see what we've got going on here in the chat, Aroonies. Let me go over to Instagram, see what you guys are saying. How many people do I even have in here? Ooh, 27. Peter surprised me so much on Traders. Girl, same. Like, same, same, same. Truly did not expect to um, even find him remotely attractive. But when he took charge, when he took charge up there at the top of that mountain, I was like, What's happening, sir? Okay. And the idea of Peter coming on as a traitor, now that sounds fun. I just, that is like, I, there's a game that I played with um, my sister and my sister's friends. We, one of the games we used to play is, it was called Chameleon, I want to say. And one person is the, essentially the traitor. It's basically this game. One person is the traitor. And whoever gets that has to obviously act the entire time like they're not. I hated when I pulled the card that it was the chameleon was the game. I hated when I got the chameleon card. I actually a couple of times was like, I can't do it. I can't emotionally. I cannot handle it. 
it because you have to really act. And I'm not, it was too much. It was too much deceit and too much lying. Um, so I feel like how is Peter gonna pull that off? He's gone from being the faithful, like the faithful, capital F faithful, faithful Peter, and then he's gonna be a traitor and have to pretend like he doesn't know it. What's happening? I don't know what the traitors are gonna do, guys. That's gonna be hard. That is not an easy task to pull off. Of course, Phaedra can pull it off, no problem. Okay. We used to play something similar called Mafia. That's cool. Susan, I could totally be a traitor. <laughs> Let me see what it Parvati should have picked John or Trishel. Ooh, Marion, that's a good point. Trishel would have been a very interesting choice. The problem is Parvati is like blind to to how to deal with Peter. She's she's so clueless on how to deal how to deal with them. So she's like obsessed with them. She's like, let me make him a traitor because then he has to follow me and do what I want. Anywho. All right. Well, I think I have to wrap this up. Um, but anyway, guys, love you guys so much. Thanks for all the support on the rebrand. Thank you for listening, for tuning in. As always, to the live crew over on YouTube that's been around from the beginning. You guys are the best. I appreciate your support so, so much. Thank you for everything. And over on TikTok. Oh, hi, Siobhan. Sorry, I, I need to get better at checking these. Hi, Siobhan, if you're still on. Um, and goodbye. Thank you, guys. Thanks for tuning in to She's Speaking with Emily Hanks. This show is produced, hosted, and edited by me, Emily, and brought to you in partnership with Cloud10 Media. If you are looking for bonus content, check out the Patreon. The link is in the description. To show some support, you can hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you never miss an episode. Another free way to support the pod, please rate and or review on whatever platform you listen. It's free and it helps the algorithm or something. You can also head to buymeacoffee.com slash she speaks and buy me a coffee or two. Make sure you're following me on all social medias. I am She's Speaking with Emily Hanks across all platforms, threads, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook. That's it. Thank you for being a part of this show. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.